BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your host, Blake Reniger, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Dogs. Uh, as you can see, you know, Zach today, um, his schedule was a little full this week, so we fired him for not being committed <laughs> to the program. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, he's actually a middle school basketball coach helping, you know, shape the youth of America. Uh, shaping the future yeah so he's a little busy this week he wasn't able we to are make in it trouble in. Yeah. yeah yeah if we got <laughs> a world full of zach cops out there everybody watch out um but hey we do have a ton to get into today but before we get started remember to check us out on facebook instagram twitter please subscribe on youtube uh, if you haven't had a chance remember to download the aga app on your roku or smart tv uh, catch episodes on the big screen Browns are now 9-3. and three. Still have a chance to win the AFC North with our uh, 41-35 throttling of the Titans and with the Steelers coming out and losing to uh, the football team. Uh, but before we get into that, we do have a couple pieces of big news we want to share for you guys. Um, first thing we want to let you know is that we've changed our merch provider. Uh, our new store uh, has way more options, some way cooler designs that Josh is putting out. Um, you can get zip-up hoodies now. You can get like Under Armour type t-shirts. It's just better all around uh check out getlevelpod.threadless.com get yourself some sweet dogs gear actually a little easier too they can just go to getlevelpod.com slash store and and that'll take them right there too okay cool so you guys got a couple different options uh, i was checking out some of the stuff i'm definitely going to pick up a couple shirts um they look awesome yeah the nice thing is you know i just kind of think well what would i you know i'm not going to put anything out there that i would don't want to wear myself like anything that i'm putting on there as a design i'm getting for myself I've seen those designs. Those designs are sweet. <laughs> yeah, I those, like them those a lot. Those are some fire. Yeah. yeah. Which one's your favorite? Good. Uh, I'm going to say Nick Chubb. You know, there's uh, some Nick Chubb stuff out there. The, do, the Baker one's sweet, too. I do like the Baker yeah, one. Yeah, the Baker one's nice. Um, and I just like the different options we got now. I feel like the, before we just had two different styles, and now we got multiple styles you can choose from. Yeah, different types of shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, like you said. Yeah, I like the zip-ups. That's cool option. So, so check all kinds out. of swag. Yep. Get yourself some Browns gear or some dogs gear. Uh, now for the biggest news uh, for this podcast, you know, up to this point, um, the dogs, we've actually partnered with Thrive Fantasy. It's a prop bet site for 
pretty much every sport you can imagine. Obviously, right now, football is the big one, but I saw NBA on there, crickets on there. Um, so pretty much anything you can imagine. Um, so the first thing you need to do is download the Thrive Fantasy app on your smartphone, or you can go to getlevelpod.com slash fantasy, and it'll direct, just take you right to the link to download it on whatever device you're on. Uh, once you have the app downloaded, you'll have to make an account. Once setting up your account, there'll be a place to enter a promo code. This is very important. Uh, this is where the partnership with this show helps you guys out. In the promo code section, you're going to enter DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. When you do this, they will match 100% of your deposit up to 50 bucks. when you deposit $20 or more. So that's very important. If you want to get that 100% match, you have to put in at least 20 bucks. Um, for example, this past Sunday, I put 20 bucks on the app. They matched it. So I had $40 to play with. Entered a $25 contest and won 75 bucks. Yeah, you did. I know you were texting everybody <laughs> the, whole, the whole time. Like, guys, what was the last one that you needed to happen? Was it Travis Kelsey? Yeah, Kelsey scored. Kelsey his- had to get a touchdown, and you were going to win 75 bucks. So, yeah. as soon as he caught that touchdown, I was like, oh, boy. And I'll tell you what. There, <laughs> it makes every – like, just how fantasy football makes like every game a little bit more interesting and exciting. I was watching that Packers game, and I had Aaron Jones on the over a touchdown. And there's about two and a half minutes to go in the game. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get this. This isn't going to hit. And they're just running out the clock. And then he pulls off like a 70-yard touchdown run. And I yeah. was losing my mind in my living room. Pretty awesome. It was awesome. It was. Yeah. And the, the cool thing with Thrive Fantasy, the prop bet. So what, what they do, they give you 20 player prop scenarios. And then you pick 10 that you think are going to hit. Either you, you know, They give you a, a scenario. And you say, okay, I'm either going over or under that stat. So, I mean, it's pretty simple, but, man, does it ever get you into the games? It's super fun, super easy. Um, You don't have to have a ton of knowledge. You just say, you know, you're going to go off your most recognizable players. You know, you don't even have to – and it's just over under. Do I think they're going to do this or do I not think they're going to do this? Yeah, and that's the cool thing. So, like, like, we all play fantasy here at the table, and I know most of the people listening, you know, you guys all play fantasy and – you know, for for most of us, this past weekend was the final game of the regular season, and now we're moving into the playoffs. And if you didn't make it to the playoffs, you know, how are you going to scratch your fantasy itch? Well, get over to Thrive Fantasy, play some player props. Like I was looking ahead this head or this this weekend, Blake. This one's for you. So CMC against Denver, over under half a half of a rushing touchdown. So basically, they're saying is he scoring on the ground or not? I mean, I'm going to say he's not even going to play. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Well, if say you were to pick that bet, he has to play at least one snap to be eligible. Right, right. So you do get to pick a couple backups. You know, for example, last night I played, and I had Des Bryant on every under possible. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, they pulled him out, and he didn't play. So, yeah. Um, but the contests are super fun, super easy. Uh, add some excitements to your Sundays. Download the Thrive Fantasy app. And big thing, don't forget to forget to enter promo code DOGS. D-A-W-G-S. Um, they got contests range anywhere from 25 cents to $1,000. So you put in 20, they give you 20, and then you can play 25 cent uh, games from now till forever. Yeah. You know, so, you know, you don't have to go on there and spend big money. You can just go on and have a little bit of fun. Yeah, but um, make sure you get your 100% match, though, for the first deposit. Yep, put in that 20 bucks, uh, you know, free money. Um, so that's super exciting for us, super exciting for you guys. We're super uh Super happy to be partnered with Thrive Fantasy. Uh, super appreciated of them. And, uh, you know, let's all win some money together. That's right. All right, so let's move into the, you know, the Browns while we're here. Coming off arguably the biggest win in 
the franchise's history, at least the last 20 years. And I'm not going to say all of our history, but since we've been back, this modern-day era Cleveland Browns, probably the biggest win in franchise history. I was going to say right at the end there when you were talking about Thrive, you said super about 10 times, and I'm like, that's how I feel about the Browns. Like, they <laughs> yeah. were 10 times <laughs> super. Yes. They were yes. amazing. Um, the, coming into this, you know, coming into this half of the season, when we did, you know, our, our uh, show – uh, on the bye week, I said there were three games this half that I wanted to see the Browns and, you know, even more specifically Baker Mayfield play well against. I didn't care about our games against the Jaguars and, you know, whatever other, you know, crap team we played this half. I wanted to see us play well against the Titans. I wanted to see us play well against the Ravens. And then down the road, I wanted to see us play well against the Steelers. And, man, did we step up in a huge way. I mean, I didn't see this coming. No. Mm-hmm. I'd like to say I saw this coming, but... I saw this coming. Zach Cop saw this coming. <laughs> I don't think you guys picked us to win. I don't think you guys picked us to be yeah, up 38 we'll to 7. 35-28, uh, I think. Yeah. You didn't have us up 38-7 in the first half. I did not. <laughs> you know, um, I know a lot of, you know, at least some people are probably wanting me to come on here eating crow about Baker because I've been a little tough on him this year. Yeah. First, I want to start to say I love Baker Mayfield. I've loved him since we drafted him. I love everything about him except for the way he had been playing. I said I wanted to see him do it against a good team. And all he did was come out and he shut a lot of people up. He made, you know, one bad game didn't make me start to doubt Baker. One good game isn't going to make me crown him. But, man, did he put a lot of my doubts to rest yesterday, this week. Um, he showed me unless he falls off a cliff the rest of this year, we could win a playoff game with this guy. He earned his option in my yeah. opinion, this game. I mean, so, I mean, there's nothing – I can't say enough good things about Baker this week. He did everything I've been talking about wanting to see out of him. He came up and did it on the biggest stage. How many times in our lives have we seen gotten up for a Browns game and they let us down? And this guy came out and he delivered in the biggest way possible. Vrabel came out before this game and said, we're not going to let them run the ball. We're going to make Baker throw to beat us. And he was perfect. First time in his career he's had – Zero off-target throws in a game. Like you said, Vrabel sold out the run, and Stefanski, credit him also, drew up a sweet, sweet first-half game plan. And a lot of of very, very good play calling. Baker looked super comfortable the whole first half. Even, I mean, there was times in the second half. I never saw any of those things like we joke around about where he's just panicked no he looked nervous he looked comfortable relaxed completely in tune with the game plan that first touch i know everybody's talking about the the donovan people's jones long one but that first touchdown to jarvis where he he looks right moves that safety to the right and then comes back quick and hits jarvis on a laser that's one of the best throws i've ever seen baker make well how about the first touchdown that he threw to donovan people's jones yeah Yeah. no kidding yeah where it pumps that guy get him open i mean he hit him right in the hands and What's really funny, too, is not just in our text group where we, like, get this Michigan guy out of here. It wasn't It <laughs> wasn't those, just our those, group. Yeah, all those. <laughs> and then he comes back and played. Himself. I mean, he played a great game. Yeah, um, he did. He did. That that route he ran on his, what was a 72-yard touchdown, yeah. that was a great route. Um, he sold that perfectly. Uh, and just the fact that we got a six-round draft pick that we can put out there and he can win a one-on-one matchup, you know, Credit the front office for taking a chance on him in the sixth round. You know, I think he's played really well for the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I, I had heard a couple um, – who was it? It might have been Urban Meyer 
couple other, you know, prominent people had said in the draft process that, hey, you know, I know this kid doesn't have a huge resume being from Michigan. They don't do a lot of passing there, but he's got first round talent, first, second round talent. I, I just, I remember reading that and thinking, okay, so we might have gotten a steal mm-hmm. in the sixth round. I think we did. It was high reward, low risk. We took him in the sixth sure. round. Um, and man, he, he's played well on special teams, I thought. He's blocked well. And then when his number's been called to produce on offense, that Cincinnati game, this game, he, he stepped up and done uh, a nice job for us. Um, let's d- dive a little deeper into Baker's big day. 25 of 33, 334 yards and four touchdowns all coming in the first half. I think I saw he's the first person since Mahomes did it in t- last year to throw four touchdowns and a half. So just to be even mentioned in the breath <laughs> well, of Patrick and, Mahomes. And then Brown's legacy, they said Otto Graham's the only other guy. Yeah. Like, yep. So to get your name tossed out there with a guy that – like. As a Cleveland fan, that is you. That is Cleveland. That's LeBron James. Yes. That, those are you know, like for me, that's Albert Bell. You know, <laughs> those are like Cleveland legacy. You know, you yeah. don't have to buy a beer ever again. Sure, exactly. And the and it's from our first round pick. It's from yep. the guy who we picked to be the guy, and we were all so bought into Baker, and we're like, come yep. on, man! Like just, and we saw it for that rookie season, man. He was. This is this is what we saw. And all of last year it was gone. This is what we expected him to do last year. Yeah. You know, at especially at this point in the season last year, but all it was was regression and getting worse, getting worse and they were terrible and he was playing poorly, but you know, if if you throw out those bad weather games or even if you use them or keep them in whatever, but since that Cincinnati game including that one, that's three games, Cincinnati, Jacksonville and now Tennessee, he's thrown 11 touchdowns and one pick. 11 touchdowns. Now, that's also Mahomes-esque. I mean, you know, we were thinking earlier in the season, this is a run, run, run. We're going to score a lot of touchdowns on the ground. Baker, maybe one or two touchdowns a game here and there. Mm -hmm. He's doing two, three, four. I mean, he's five against Cincinnati. He's he's balling out. So what's crazy, too, is we talked about earlier in the year that teams were going to eventually sell out to stop the run. They were going to make Baker throw to beat them. And I thought coming into this game so far this year, when teams had – you know, tried to sell out to stop the run. Well, one, they haven't had much success. Nope. I think the Titans have had the most success stopping our run. We still ran for 110 yards. But they didn't let us rip off those huge chunk yards, and they didn't let Nick Chubb uh, break a 60-yard run, stuff like that. But this was the first time I thought where a team was selling out to stop the run, and Baker played flawless. There's been other, you know, last week against Jacksonville, he had some great throws, but then he made throws that let them stay in the game. And that's what, you know, I was being critical of. This game, he came in, and, and there was none of that. He looked – I mean, this is the best game he's played since Oklahoma, since he tore up Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, he, he just played – you know, I also saw rece- receivers on average on all of his touchdown passes, three yards of separation, which is insane, which tells me that Stefanski is a genius. He – what did we always complain about with Freddie? He couldn't scheme anybody open. He has all these weapons, and we can't get anybody open. Stefanski, his game plan and his scheming is so on point. If he isn't coach of the year, I've said this before, it's highway robbery. He's definitely making a case for it, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I'll give him that. He's absolutely making a case for it. I will argue with anybody who tries to tell me a different coach. Uh, That's my I, coach. <laughs> I, well, I'm not, I'm not coming with yeah. an answer. So if you got an answer, or uh, well, I'm not trying to think. I here. mean, I think that there's guys that are very deserving. I know that nobody wants to hear Mike Tomlin. I feel like Mike Tomlin every year gets like. But not, coach of the year, 
Yeah. Uh, with a team that Trust people me. were picking to go to the Super Bowl, and now I, all you yeah. are, and they're eleven and one, but everybody thinks they're overrated. But they're so getting easy. worse. Yeah. You can you can see it with your eyes watching the Steelers. Yeah. They're getting worse. Sorry, Steeler fans out there. I know you guys yeah. aren't even uh, listening, so it doesn't matter. Browns fans love it. They're getting worse. So are the Ravens. Yeah, and you know yeah, I've heard Matt Lafleur. He's yes, he's doing great. They won thirteen games in the regular season yeah. last year. This Browns team was six yep. and ten. And the organization was in complete shambles. Oh, and let's not even talk about 0 and 16 and 1 and 50 or 1 and 15, 0 and 16, yep. 6 and 10. And now we're I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this stat out there. I was gonna save it for later, but 97% chance to make the playoffs. Are you kidding me? In a season in which he had no offseason. He right. instilled this offense over Zoom. He met his yeah, he met all his players on Zoom 90 yep. days before the season. We have a hard time doing a podcast over Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? And and this guy can come out and completely turn around the culture of the team. That's why, you know, we're going to get into the the Ravens game preview, but I'm not worried about letting this win get to our heads. And it's all because of the the culture that Stefanski's built. Yep. Whoa. Oh, you got a little playback. (laughs) Uh, There you go. All right. I do think that they're playing, like, as far as – they're playing for each other too. You can definitely tell that there's some there's some fun chemistry going on. Like there was always good stuff going on. Like you know Higgins would score. They'd all you know did they do the Hollywood walk and all that stuff. There's some there's something different going on over there, the last like five six games. There there's no egos. No, you know we bring in Austin Hooper on the the biggest contract you know for a tight end in the league at that point. Um, David Njoku says he doesn't want to trade anymore. And these guys aren't distractions. We talked about this last week with Njoku. All Njoku does is come out, does what they ask him to do, get his catcher to a game, you know, and play hard. You know, Hooper, sometimes you don't see him, and all of a sudden he'll have, you know, five catches, and he's so big in the run game. How many times do you sign a, a tight end to that big of a contract and you ask him to run block this so much and, and he isn't, you know, moaning about it? Yeah, I know. And I know we've talked a lot about the tight end position and everything as far as in the passing game. And I think often, like I just know, even watching games and stuff, I just I always forget that tight end is a multi-purpose position. That's like right. they are an extension of the line; they are not just an extension of the receiving core. You know, yeah, receivers have to block on runs and some and that stuff yeah. too, but they're not great at it. You know what I mean? A tight end has to be or should be if they're going to be in there. Yep. So, uh, you know, like I said. Browns still rushed for 110 yards as a team, even though it was obvious the Titans were selling out to stop the run. Um, Nick Chubb, 18 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Cream Hunt, 14 carries, only 33 yards, uh, three catches for 24 yards. I will say, Cream Hunt the last few weeks, production going down a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. Nick Chubb's getting the bulk of the carries. He's kind of been on fire lately. Um, but then when, you know, I, I say his production's going down, but we use him to ice the game. Yeah. And he just runs so hard. You know, yes. you know, people talk about not wanting to tackle Derrick Henry. Uh, who wants to tackle Kareem Hunt? I've noticed he's, he's not doing a lot of cutbacks, man. He literally, I think if they built a brick wall, he'd just run through it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, He literally does not care. He's not cutting. It, it's kind of crazy. He runs very, very hard. He, he, he runs with a tenacity, a ferociousness. Nobody wants to step in front of that guy, especially – Late in the game, you've been getting worn on all game by Nick Chubb, and then we throw this guy in, and he just runs like his hair's on fire. It, it's it's awesome. I know as a defense, they just got to be like, oh, like just come on now. You know? <laughs> How's this guy running so hard? Yeah, one thing about Kareem Hunt too that you know, if you remember the first 
I guess, quarter or third of the season, he did have that groin injury that he sustained. And I know, yeah, Chubb had the knee thing or whatever, but that was something that you can heal from and kind of get back on track. A pulled groin, that can linger. You know what I mean? So even if he's not showing up on the injury reports or saying it's bothering him, it could be holding him back a little bit because I've been there. It's not fun. So, But obviously the run in I think you saw in this game the threat of our run game. On that on that play action pass to Peoples Jones, I mean he was ten yards open because uh there were ten of the eleven defenders were within six yards of the ball. Yeah. Because in the, and that's something that Freddie could not figure out. We came out we we showed our tendency. We run on first down more than any team in the league. So we come out first down is right after they scored, seventeen seven. So the, the Titans are thinking if we get a stop, they obviously we can score on these guys. You know, we get a stop here, we can make this 17-14 real quick. And we come out, we come out three tight end set, motion into a heavy set. It looks like it's straight run all the way. There's only one receiver on the field, and it's not even Jarvis. It's our six-round draft pick who barely yeah. gets run at receiver. You know, um, it looks like run all the way. And then credit Baker, the details. I feel like that's what's a big difference in this team Good, this year. I'm glad also, you, yeah. The details, that play action fake. No, but all ten guys are looking in the backfield. Everybody thought Nick Chubb had that ball. I'm going to tell you right now, that is one thing that I kept saying during that game Sunday was, I mean, and I've noticed it this season, but man, I really noticed it on Sunday. I'm like, Baker is so good at faking. Like, he's either handing it off or fake handing it off. And a lot of times I'm like, I, I'm not sure. In that split second, I'm like, I don't know who has the ball. Imagine yeah. being like a he, linebacker right. looking from ground level through six foot four it, offensive lineman. He's so methodical about it. Like, like, whenever he goes to hand off, he does like a little like head, head jab. And he hands the ball off. And then when he does a fake, he does a head jab. And it's like the motion is exactly the same. And he does such a great job at it. You can tell a coach is coaching the details. It's yes. the little things that win you football games in the NFL. And Baker has seemed to buy into that. And then he just delivered a perfect ball. Yeah. So to me, you know, that that's where that game plan just comes in. We don't – how many times last year where we heard we game plan this all week and then Saturday night at midnight – Freddie calls an emergency meeting. Hey, we're going to switch it up. We're going to switch it up. We're not going to do that. You know, everybody thinks we're throwing to Odell here. We're not. We're, we're going to throw to this guy who can't catch. You know, we he he just had no clue. And how bad does he look? We have the oh, besides the offensive line, it's like the same team almost. There's well, nine he, and three. The offensive line when Baker Baker was a rookie was nothing to write home about. It was closer to last year's line than it is this year's line. You know what I mean? Yep. And Baker excelled. So I think there's one Cleveland uh, personnel coach guy that's having a rough week more than probably Freddie Kitchens. That would be one Greg Williams. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably about it. Imagine being part of um, two zero and sixteen teams. And a one. Well, he isn't anymore. He's well, part yeah, of. He's well, part of a, a, he, his legacy is set. His legacy is set. Uh, that was a you know very Greg Williams kind of play there though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, uh, you know, another position group that stepped up in a huge way uh, against the Titans, the wide receivers, a guy we got to mention, Rashard Higgins. If this guy didn't earn himself more playing time this week, I don't know if he ever will. Because, I, you know, I texted you guys. It was like third play of the game. I said, well, it didn't take long for Higgins to make an impact. Yeah. And then he comes out, six catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown. What's this guy got to do to get on the field more? I don't know. Man. I really – I I wish that – I could just be like, hey, what's really going on here? What What is happening? Because when he, like we've talked about it, 
their connection is great. He there's something there's something special there with him and Baker, and this he's a healthy scratch or you know four or five you know routes a game. It's just crazy that he's not out there every play. And it should be. And we we talked. Cardero Hodge had been taking his reps, and you know Cardero Hodge. I like him. You know he's played well for us, but Higgins is clearly a better receiver than Cardero Hodge. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not even close. And every time Higgins is on the field, he produces. So hopefully, if I come out, if we, if I see the depth chart this week, and Cardero Hodge is back at that number two opposite Jarvis, I might lose my mind. Yeah, I mean Higgins is a beast. He he plays so well. I, but it's been like this though through different regimes now. So I just wonder what the deal is. Like you said, I feel like we talk about it a lot, and just it's the same story over the last what three years now. Just we thought maybe it was a Freddie thing. Who knows? I don't, I don't know. I really don't understand it. It just doesn't make sense to me. No, I I I also thought it was a Freddie thing, and then you know same thing with Stefanski, a guy who we all agree is. Best coach we've had since what? Belichick? Yeah. You know? So I mean, depends on who you ask. Right? <laughs> you know? So, I mean, he's no Rob Chizinski. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully Higgins gets on the field more. Um, hopefully this is a building block game for him. Um, we got to shout out Peoples-Jones again. Two catches, 92 yards, and a touchdown. And if he doesn't drop that one, he has his first 100-yard game. Since Multi-touchdown high, game. Since high school. Which is crazy that this guy's in the NFL and never had a hundred yard game in college, but yeah, but where would he play? Yeah, good point. <laughs> sure. So, and then Landry, you know, obviously just old reliable. He seems to be getting healthier from the rib injuries the last couple of weeks as he's been balling out. Eight catches, sixty two yards, and a touchdown. We talked about that first one he caught. He's just kind of, I mean, he's a Cleveland Brown. He yeah. just encapsulates everything we want a Browns player to be. I would say him and Chubb. Kind of like the heartbeat of the offense, bro. He's healthy. He yeah. he is very healthy. They when the, the last two games, he's unstoppable. Yeah, he, he had ten targets. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing what being Crazy. healthy and not playing in a hurricane can do for you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. For your offense, no kidding. Yeah. Um, offensive line was amazing. Baker was sacked zero times. I don't even remember him really being pressured. I didn't. I didn't. Get, I didn't look up the stats to see how much he was pressured, but. It couldn't have been much. You know, Zach was supposed to look up the stats for us. Hey, Zach, how many? Pro- oh. <laughs> <laughs> not here. Uh, it's not here. But, no, so offensive line, I think one of the most underrated hirings in the entire league this year is Callahan coaching our offensive line. Absolutely. Because, well, look at the difference. It's night and day. Oh. Night and day. Obviously, we have a couple different players. But still, just it's night and day compared to the last year, two years to this year. What's really cool to think about, too, is like when we started this podcast way back in March, I think it was, and, and we were kind of talking, and then we went through the draft and everything, and we were talking about our preview for the season and then the roster and everything. We had like that pie in the sky of oh, this offensive line, like we should be so good. We should be so good, mm-hmm. you know, but will we? We should be, but will we? And oh my, it's coming true, man. Like the run, the run game and Baker's protection. I mean, this line. The players, the coach, yeah, I agree. It's all coming together. It, it's awesome to see. Um, I think I saw a stat where we were number two in the league in run in run blocking and number two in the league in pass blocking. 
I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's amazing. It's pretty good. Um, so obviously Baker, you know, to wrap up the offense, Baker had an amazing day. Uh to me, he showed that he can be the guy. I mean, I don't want to over just like I didn't want to, you know, overreact to a bad game. I don't want to overreact to one good game. He but he showed me so much. Tennessee's defense is not amazing by any stretch of the imagination. No. But that was an eight and three football team that beat the crap out of us last year. They have a great coach in Mike Vrabel, and they can that's a playoff team. And then we made them look in the first half like they didn't even belong on the field with us. And a big reason for that was because of the the play of Baker Mayfield. Well, we were worried too because the week before they had just beaten a snot out of uh Indianapolis. Yep. Who's not a schlub. So there's a little props for the Colts fans watching. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> hats off to Baker. You know, unless he falls off a cliff, we'll see you next year because you just yeah. you, you I mean, earn your option. Yeah. He's, he's, this this he's is what I got to say too about Baker's that confidence. You didn't see the confidence last year under the Freddie fiasco that was happening, and then earlier this year it was kind of like building, and and now it's full blown. I mean, he's back to Baker swag. You know, I mean, he's he is Baker. I love his quotes after the game when he's quoting <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> yeah, like, what was this one? The Office, right? Yeah, when they asked him the difference between him this year and him last year, he said, you know, when I think about what I'm going to do, I think, would an idiot do that? And if he would, I don't do that. <laughs> Dwight Schrute, Baker Mayfield. So, but yeah, but Baker's back. You know, I wanted to see him do it against a good playoff team. He did it. I love it. I can't wait to see more of it that's built on this, that's not come out and have a clunker now. But, man, I feel so much more confident today than I did this time last week. And you're not going to need this every week. This this no. is the, the – I mean, unless teams are going to sell out hardcore. I think this showed, though, that they, they can't. Yeah. You cannot come out if – you, if you do what the Titans did against us, having 10 guys within six yards of yep. the line of scrimmage, yep. almost every play, Baker just showed – that he can beat you doing that. And and for me, it was the first time it was a resounding yes. There's been other times where he's been like, I can kind of do it. This was an emphatic, you can't play me like this because I'll torch you. Yep. Uh, what you said, we're not going to have to do this every week, but man, does it feel good to know that we can. Yep. I mean, this this is the kind of passing offense that you know the Chiefs go out there and win with, where they're just, Holmes just throwing the ball to whoever he wants, and they're open and they're racking up yards and touchdowns and whatever. But we've got the run game ahead of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, teams like Chiefs don't have a run game. You know, right now, Pittsburgh doesn't have a run game. Pittsburgh has zero run game. I mean, the Ravens don't really have that. I mean, last night didn't count because it was Dallas. Their run game's struggling. Mm-hmm. So Everything about the Ravens is struggling. We're going to get into that. Yes, we um, are. So, we do got to talk about the defense. Um, obviously, the defense, weakest part of this team. Uh, they're the biggest reason why I have concern going down the stretch in any of our games. We do got to shout him out, though. We bottled up Derrick Henry. A yeah. big part of that is because we're up I was gonna say. four scores and we'll pretty much take him out of the game. But we did to the Titans what the Titans wanted to do to us. Yeah, I mean, give the defense some, you know, give them their due, but also know that our offense played defense. Yes. You know, we played, you can't give the ball to Derrick Henry today on offense. It, that, the, the uh, forced fumble by Sheldon Richardson yes. was one of the biggest That's plays huge. of the game. Because if they go down and score on their first possession and go up what seven three, 
It's a completely it's different, a different story game. because we had just dropped. That was the People's Jones drop yep, right before yep. that, and then we ended up settling for three, and it was like, oh, man, of course. We had a great drive to start the game, had a touchdown in our hands, and we let it slip away. Turn around, force a fumble, go back. Oh, it was that was exactly what we needed. Yeah, I mean, we held Derrick Henry 15 carries. He only got 15 carries for 60 yards. Longest one was 10 yards. So, great job. I thought our defensive line played well. I'm going to give the, the the secondary a little bit of a pass. I still want to see us cover somebody sometime. <laughs> but, man, are we banged up. Can we catch a break in the secondary? You know, Ward's out. Harrison's out. You know, Greedy still hasn't played. Delpit's been out all season. You know, did you get your update on Ward? I got some updates. Today. If you okay, guys want what's going updates. on? Is he going to be back? So Denzel Ward today, they coach updated him from a week to week basis to day to day. He didn't practice though. Well, hopefully he can get back. And Harrison's, I mean Harrison, they, he's not. They're saying not going to need surgery now, but he's on IR. He's going to be out at least two more games, just based on you know you have to sit out three games. So they're planning for him to be more of a playoff comeback first week of the playoffs. Hopefully. It makes you wonder, too, like we talked about, you know, the trade deadline. Did we not make a move because there weren't people to sell? Did we not make a move because we didn't know if we were ready to take that leap this year? Now, 9-3 and three, AFC North is still alive with the Steelers losing. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but, man, I kind of wish we would have made a move for something in that secondary because – I mean, we made Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, they were you know in desperation mode, and we were playing a little bit more prevent. But man, he he tore us up in the second half. And I've seen if we don't force turnovers, this defense struggles, and it keeps our offense off the field, which is clearly the strength of this team. Yeah, I mean, we get we got to we live and die on the turnover. Yes, we we have to force turnovers. And credit to the defense, it seems like a lot of games we do come out and force yeah. turnovers, but. Man, it's like there are always people wide open. And I don't, I don't I know we're playing shorthanded, but we got to shore that up. Um I thought the defensive line played really well again. We talked about Sheldon Richardson forcing that fumble, kind of a key point in the game. Miles got another sack coming off the uh, COVID list. Olivier Vernon played every defensive snap again. So, you know, a guy that we kind of were giving a hard time to this year, he stepped up when we needed him to. He's he's played every snap of multiple games now. Um I'm glad he restructured the contract because I still don't think he's playing like a you know a twenty million dollar year guy, but he's just been a steady presence on the defense for us, doing basically what we've asked him to do when we need him to do it. Yeah, and uh, shout out to Miles Garrett too because you know coming off the COVID list, I had heard that he had comments about COVID hit him pretty hard, mm. and he was pretty down with it and everything. So I mean, way to bounce back, um, football. And it's a it's a physical, physically draining and exhausting sport. Um, so for him to be able to get out there and, and do his thing like that, you know, that was pretty good to see. So that pretty much wraps up what we thought of the Titans game. Uh, obviously, an emphatic win for us. Biggest win in Baker's career. Biggest win for the Browns franchise in the last 20 years. And hopefully a stepping stone on the way to, you know, what we thought was maybe just make the playoffs and, you know, who knows? Maybe this is going to be a playoff run type season. So let's well, move we'll, be, we'll be playing a lower seed if things, right? I'm sorry. I think we're fifth right now. We'll we're playing, we're the top I, wild card. What top I'm saying is card. the, wouldn't we play the worst division team though? 
I think the last I saw we'd be playing Buffalo or the Titans the first week of the playoffs. I'd take it. So, we obviously know. I think we can win either one of those games. And honestly, I have a, I have our eyes set higher now with the way the Steelers are starting to struggle. Um, so, let's move into this Ravens game. What we want to see out of the Browns against the Ravens. Obviously, the Ra- uh, Ravens just played last night, Tuesday night. Um, they got a win over the Cowboys, 34-17. I didn't get to watch the game, but... I know at halftime it was way closer. And I'm just looking at some of these stats. Lamar only 12 completions for 107 yards through a pick. Um, they ran the ball well against Dallas, but who doesn't? Um, you know, <laughs> I know it's so hard to take anything away from this game. And All right, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got ESPN up on my computer. Forgot to turn that one off. Oh, Zach was here to be giving you such a hard time. <laughs> You're right. Shoot. Oh, man. But, but he's not. Yeah. He's in the chat. <laughs> uh, hi, Zach. Um, but hopefully I want to see a completely different Browns team than when we play these guys week one, which I think we, we clearly are. That was the first game of, you know, new coach, new regime, no offseason to prepare. We didn't really have our identity yet. And we still ran the ball decent that game. We did. We averaged, you know, six yards a carry. We just couldn't we couldn't stop anybody. So we were, you know, we did we were the Titans. We had to throw so much and then Baker threw picks. Um it was just a recipe for disaster. But we've kind of trended up and they've been trending down. Um I remember I thought last night they were gonna come out and absolutely smoke the Cowboys. I was like, you know, Baltimore's so well coached. Um, they're getting their players back. They're going to come out and they're just going to, you know, I was start, I kind of thought the problems with the Ravens were a little bit overblown and then they played a tight ball game for a half with these guys. And I was like, man, maybe, maybe there are more problems in Baltimore than what I thought. Well, I know from the first half, um, I didn't watch it like, you know, play by play by play or anything, but I was watching the game and, you know, for that Dallas offensive line being in shambles. This year, like they've, I don't know if they have any starters right now left on that offensive line. Zeke's been struggling, obviously. Um, he was running the ball very well against Baltimore in that first half. So now they got to go take on a good offensive line, good running backs, and I don't know, man. I'm, I like what's going to happen here. I'm so, I'm, you know, I'm very, very. I love me some Cleveland. I'm, I have some. I'm kind of nervous. It's a division game against a team that they always play us to kill us. That, Same with the Steelers. They, they they come out to dominate us, and I don't think it's as easy wash as... No, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'm but, not saying it's an easy game. But there's something, you know, and I, I touched on this. I hope we don't read our own newspaper clippings. You know, one win against the Titans, you know, to move us to 9-3, and three, that's not the goal. And we hear our players say that. Baker actually said that. The goal wasn't to be 8-3 and three or 9-3 and three whenever he said that. Stefanski's all about the work. I watch him in the locker room, you know, post-game when he's talking to the team. Yeah. But, you know, Baltimore is so well coached. You know, John Harbaugh is a great coach. They're going to be, you know, he's going to just be talking that up. Look how the media is putting these guys on a pedestal. Everybody's talking about the Browns now. Two weeks ago, I couldn't. I watched ESPN for four hours, couldn't catch anything about the Browns. Every ten minutes this week, it's about the Browns, and I love it. But I hope that doesn't go to our heads. And I don't. Think, I don't think Stefanski will let it. But you know, John Harbaugh is going to be, you know, 
playing that up on their end. Look, everybody's crowning these guys. They're the golden boys of the AFC now, and they're gonna want, they're gonna come out fired up. It's a Monday night game, so I think we're gonna have to weather the storm a little bit. I think we're gonna have to, to be able to take a couple punches, and then we're gonna have to deliver a couple back. I think this is gonna be a a really close game. Well, this is a good test for Stefanski. It's the first time he's going to take his team out there against a you know a division rival after a blow. Like I know the yeah, game yeah. was close in the end, but it was a blowout against the Titans. I mean, that's what it was. Yes, you yeah. know, it was a big win, and now we get to see how they respond. Yeah, the I score mean, the score of that Titans team does not. No, it's not. It's what, not the truth. What happened in no. that game? That was a beatdown. Yeah. yeah, but I will say the the one thing that we don't need to worry about with the Ravens is. Lamar throwing 300-plus yards like Tannehill did. I, I Lamar Jackson's lucky he hits 100 yards. Him and Cam Newton this year. Yeah, I uh, I actually have some of his last games. He has only gone over 200 yards this year three times. 275 against us in week one, 204 in week two against Houston, and 208 um, against the Steelers. Or Okay, he did it four times, 249 against New England. But his other games, 97 against Kansas City, uh, 193 against Washington, 180 against the Bengals. Against the Bengals. And it's not because they're rushing for 200 yards on offense. No, because like we are. their run game is is struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 186 against the Eagles, 170 against the Colts. One, he only threw for 186 against this Titans team that Baker just shredded. So he's struggling a little bit. I think the league is figuring him out. Um, and I don't know, maybe not just for my fantasy team, but what happened to Mark Ingram? He's what? 31. There's 30 running backs that are competent. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if I, if I'm coaching the Ravens, I'm going, we were arguably the best team in the league last year with this one, two punch. And now we are struggling to win games. We're one in five or two and five in our last seven. And maybe I should get this guy the ball. I mean, obviously with Lamar, just to go back to that, I don't think anybody's really worried about his passing. The threat is right. The, the threat's the legs. And then Zach even said, even though we think that they're struggling on, you know, rushing and everything, they they lead the NFL in rushing. Do they really? Yeah. So they're not struggling as bad as, you know. Yeah, but we also had a couple games where uh, you got to kind of put we an asterisk in there. Yeah. Well, we didn't have Nick Chubb. <laughs> well, didn't have Nick Chubb and didn't have. Anything except for rain, sleet, snow, hail. Yep. You were there, you know. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't have Wyatt Teller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I the think other- I'd feel better if if Harrison was out there. I would love to have Harrison. Like, and then we could have spied like we did for the Texans. Like how they just locked down Deshaun Watson. That was his job that whole game. Yeah. All he did was hey, contain, contain, contain. We don't have that. Is there a guy on our team that can do that? Can we contain Lamar? That that don't let this guy run all over us. Please, we'll do whatever we have to do to keep him in the pocket. And then, yeah. like Zach, if they are, you know, if they're leading the league in rushing, they can control the clock. We cannot get down early. We can't. We can't get down early because what keep what keeps our offense so explosive is when the whole playbook's open, the threat of that run and stuff like that. So we we can't have this like it was in Week One where. We blinked and we're down two, three scores. No, it has to be the other way around because we got to we got to treat this the same way we did with the Titans as far as the Derrick Henry thing. Because if we get up big early, Lamar can't run every time. I mean, he's going to have to res, you know resort back to I got to get the ball downfield quicker. We got to move faster. 
more yards at a time. Got to throw the ball. And that's what we want. We want Lamar Jackson throwing the ball because he's shown this year he's not very good at it. The yeah. Chargers were the first team, what was that, two years ago in the playoffs, the playoffs. where they really laid that blueprint out. I, that is the blueprint to beat them. Do we have the personnel to do that? To do that, because there's some teams that we can't even. I mean, we saw Jacksonville smoke us with Mike Glennon. Yeah, that, so, that's what makes me nervous. I mean, like I don't know. You can make the argument Mike Glennon's a better thrower of the football than Lamar, but we don't have that threat of him taking off and running. You know, we have to de- you we have to deal with the fact that if we're not disciplined in our our pass rush lanes. Lamar can scramble for anywhere from five to eighty yards in the blink of an eye. Yep. Um, so hopefully, hopefully the defense is up to the task. Hopefully we can come out and match them punch for punch. Keep this, you know, a four quarter game. Uh, don't let them get up big on us. Let us keep our full playbook open, and I think we can win this game. It's just I don't. I think just because we're ascending and they're descending a little bit. By no means do I think this is a, a, an automatic win for us. I think this is a very, very tough game for the Browns. Well, and heads up, too, because this is the Monday night game this week. So, America will be watching. Blake, do you Browns. remember the last Monday night game that Baltimore, the <laughs> Baltimore played Cleveland in Cleveland? I sure do. I was there live yeah. with Blake. It was the worst day of my life up until that point. <laughs> for those of you guys who don't remember, we're lining up for, I believe, like around a 50-yard Game-winning field goal with about four seconds to go on the in, in the game. I think it was Travis Coons was our kicker um, who had a tendency to get anything over 50 yards blocked. Well, turns out, you know, he got it blocked. They scooped and scored and beat us with triple zeros on the clock. I was stunned. I'd never seen anything like it. It was, it was unbelievable. Um, so we owe him a little bit of Monday Night Revenge for that. Absolutely. But so hopefully the offense comes out. Got to get Chubb going. Got to get Hunt going. And I want to see Baker. So we saw it once now. And Baltimore's defense is probably better than the Titans' defense. Um, so can he build on that? Let's, let's build on. Let's not be one game wonders now. I'm not telling him he's got to come out and throw for four first half touchdowns. But right. let's keep playing good, smart football. Let's hit those big throws when they're there. Let's continue to not turn the ball over. Um, Let's build on that last game. One thing, too, I wanted to mention, I just remembered. Um, I I believe Calais Campbell may be questionable I did see for that. this game because yep. I know last night he was playing against Dallas, but he wasn't, and the announcers kept saying, too, over and over, Campbell's not right. Campbell's not right. He was limping. He wasn't playing like his normal self. So if he's not in the game or if he's in but he's limited, I mean, that's big for us because he's a big part of that defense, and he really hurt us that week one matchup. Yeah, so um, is Mark Andrews playing? Mark Andrews came off the COVID list today, I believe, so I, I'm pretty sure he's projected to play. Okay, we got to limit him. Yes. That, that is Lamar's safety net, and I feel like he's torn up the Browns. So we have to uh, we have to limit Mark Andrews, and then pretty much the, deep, the only deep threat they got is Marquise Brown. Limit him, um, and then uh, – you know, just come out and do what we do. Let's play good, smart football, force a couple turnovers, don't turn the ball over on our end, and let's get out with a win. Go to 10-3. and three. Oh, Who saw that coming except for, you know, me and Zach? <laughs> <laughs> I thought 10-6 I thought, uh, and six was very, very nice for myself. I thought that I was giving them 
I thought I was being very kind to them. Well, I mean, to be fair, we've we've not yet till this year seen a head coach come in and actually do something with this team. You know, last year, you said it earlier in the show, Blake. I mean, Freddie came in with all that talent, this basically the same talent we got this year, and it didn't go well. He he was we were so we're so much more disciplined. Oh my gosh. Yes. And the thing is we're disciplined and we are physical. You know what I mean? Like when you watch us run the ball and, and our our offensive line just they control the line of scrimmage most of the time, it seems like they're they're getting after it. And I love it, man. Like this is this is the Cleveland Browns football team that we were were supposed to be. One thing I did want to say before we wrapped up the Titans, I almost forgot. We just throttled these guys. A playoff team, a team that everybody was super high on coming into this game. We didn't play anywhere, in my opinion, our best game. No. We had we had a lot of penalties. Thirteen. We had thirteen penalties yeah. for ninety two yards. The uncharacteristic of this team this year. Um we had a drop touchdown pass. Yeah. You know, Baker fumbled on a fourth and one at the end to yeah. give them a touchdown. We did not play a perfect football game. I felt like the refs kind of were trying to keep them in the game, too. I, maybe I'm just like, that's like... I thought it was a fumble. Uh, no, I'm not even okay. saying that play. I'm just saying I felt like there was a lot of questionable calls where I was like, and how many times do I have to watch Miles Garrett be grabbed oh. by the face mask or yes. by the and jersey? They never, call they never call anything. I mean, it is insane. I literally... I, I, don't, know, I don't know what else this guy has to do. Thank you for bringing that up. No problem. I, hey, I remember... No problem. Okay, so yeah, I was watching the game, and I was getting so frustrated because yeah. I kept watching the replays and stuff, and I remember one specifically, and I don't know how these guys are missing this. I mean, you're watching the quarterback, and he's at the quarterback. He had a hand hooked In inside his, his face mask. Yes. His helmet's being turned yeah. sideways. Yep. And there was another one where he reached out... I texted you on this one, yeah. you guys. He reached out his arms to grab Tannehill... And you actually saw Miles Garrett go backwards. Yeah. Like his hands came out of the, and I'm like, the guy yanked him back. Yep. So, yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know. And I I don't like to be like that either. Like, I, you know, I hate to be like, oh, not if I'm at the Browns game. (laughs) I'm yelling at the refs all day. Oh, yeah. I like this to do it. It's fun. But But if you're, you're, you know, even thinking, you know, Miles Garrett needs to be doing a little more, you know, he's not getting as many sacks. He is getting, (laughs) he's just, it's not fair. It's not fair how good he is. Right. How much better and more athletic he is in these offensive linemen. It's crazy. And they're going to do illegal stuff to stop him because it's the only way to stop him. Yep. Yep. So, good for him. Yeah. So, that's just something I want to touch on before we move on. We can play better. We just throttled an 8-3 and three team, and we can definitely play better. We can clean some things up. And I trust Stefanski to watch the tape and clean those things up this week. I and, do. And honestly, that's the kind of thing, if you're the coach, you got to come in and you got to say, hey, great win, but look at this. You're not that good. Look at all these things we need to work on. Sure, great win, but it's over. Yeah, you know, so I look for him to do that, and I look for us to come out and, you know, win or lose in this game. I don't see us losing this game 36-6 to or whatever the first game was. Um, so that's the little bit of the Ravens preview. You know, let us know what you guys think, how you guys think it's going to go. Um, so when we get into our game picks here, uh, I have to do this because Zach's not here again, so bear with me. Um we're blaming know, everything on Zach. Yeah, yeah, I know. So from last week, Josh, another rough week for you, man. I gotta, I gotta quit trying to be cute, like with upsets <laughs> and stuff at this point in the year, and just. So yeah. Josh with a record of eight and seven. Justin Ew. and I had real good weeks, twelve and three. So solid weeks over there. Uh, and then Zach had ten and five. Um, so he got he keeps his lead on the year, um, one hundred thirty two and fifty nine. 
Uh, Josh here in second place, 127 and 64. One game ahead of me at 126 and 65. So we're closing the gap a little bit. Picked up two games on Zach this week. Justin, you're in fourth place, 121 and 70. Just grabbing games back, you know, just methodically crawling back into it. Just, you know, nobody's watching. I'm like the the horse at the back of the pack in the derby. You know, I'm just making a late run. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 get, you're there. What's crazy is we're all, I mean, we're all within a few games of each other. Put your money on Charles for the end. Put your money on him <laughs> for the parlay. Yeah. So, all right, so let's move into this week's game picks. Um, Zach was supposed to send me his picks. Do you guys have them? No. Nope. Nope, he sent me the chart, but I'm not seeing the picks. So what Uh we're going to do is, I know Zach's listening right now. He just lost first place. Yeah, so (laughs) he's going to enter all our picks, and we'll just let him enter his picks on his own time. So so we're just, this is the honor system. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll trust him. Zach, you can't enter these on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I tried to text him and tell him, you know, ask him where his picks were. I told him I couldn't stall anymore, but he's not (laughs) answering. So, All right, Thursday night, tomorrow night, we're right back into football. Yeah, so... You know, first game, New England at the Rams. I will take the Rams. They are 4-1 and one at home this year. Patriots are 2-4, and four, and Cam Newton, yikes, throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, they're playing well, though. They are, but the Rams have a very good defense. Very, very good defense. I'm going to go the Rams also, but don't color me shocked if the Patriots somehow win this game. No, I'm never shocked if the Patriots no, win a game. No, and it's a Thursday night game, so you know what that means. We're all picking the Rams. <sighs> So you know what that means. <laughs> Patriots will win this game. Yes. Uh, so that moves us into Sunday. Houston at Chicago, a battle of nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Houston in this one. Yeah, also. Houston. These Bears haven't – they were 5-1, and one, haven't won a game since. Yep. And it's kind of just falling apart. They're losing in creative ways now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think Nagy's on his way out. I think it's about to be – Everybody's on their way out. I'm going to go with Houston also. Yeah, it's time for a new head coach, new quarterback combo. Yep. Uh, so that moves us into Dallas at Cincinnati. Andy Ugh. Dalton going back to his old team. Yep, yep, yep. Give me Dallas. I think Andy Dalton's going to get him. That is a terrible game. Now what? that's the game of nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people would care if Burrow was still in. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, but they wouldn't be 2-9 and nine if he was still in either. True. I'm going to go with Dallas, too, because even though they just lost, I feel like they're playing a little bit better at times. Well, I mean... It's not translating to wins, but they're not getting shellacked. Yeah, and you want to talk about another... I mean, no offseason, and now they've got the backup quarterback who's brand new to the system and the team and everything this year. New head coach. I mean, it doesn't work out for everybody like it does for us. Is McCarthy fighting for his job? I hope so. Yes. I, mean, I know heard, Jerry Jones is like, no, he's good. He's back next year. But what's crazy why? is what he took a year or two off, and all we heard was how he completely just studied the game of football. He, he built like his man cave and had all these coaches come over, and all they did was break down film, and he completely reinvented himself. Okay, <laughs> because I, I'm not seeing that, and I I wake up every day. And I'm so thankful that Kevin Stefanski is our head coach and not Mike McCarthy. Yeah, man. It, I mean, it's it's bad. And that you want to talk about talent loaded? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So we all on Dallas there? I'm on Dallas too. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's move into then Green Bay at Detroit. Yeah, uh, I'll take Green Bay. 
Oh, Green man, Bay you're also. jumping out of the 1 o'clock slate on me here. Yeah, give me Green Bay. Yep, so we're all on Green Bay. Uh, so that moves us into Kansas City at Miami. Kind of a big matchup. Kind of a big matchup, and let's go Mahomes and Chiefs and just, you know, give the Dolphins another loss. Let's push them down the, the board. Kansas City didn't look that great against Denver, but are they getting bored? You know, it seems, it's a, it's it seems a division like division game. We always talk about that, too. Um, I don't know. They only scored one touchdown. It won me 75 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but they were in the red zone, what, four? They had five field goals, I think. Yeah, I don't look, I don't look for the Chiefs to struggle back-to-back games or anything like that. So, I'm all, I mean, I'm in on Kansas City also, but I was just pointing it out. They didn't play that great. No, I mean, and, and Miami's, you know, they're no slouches here. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. They didn't they score two because they had Tyreek Hill had that crazy, oh. crazy catch, and then you said Kelsey had one. Yeah, that, they didn't review that catch though. Ah, uh, yeah, they they punted after really? that. That's yep. crazy. Yeah, for anybody who did not I didn't see, get to see that game, all right, go back yeah. and watch the high or the the replay because if anybody out there listened didn't see it, did you? The catch is crazy. Yeah, I it's mean, an it, insane like, catch. The ball's up in the air. It comes down. He falls down. He's landing on his back. He's getting tackled. The ball falls down in, in his arm. In his arm, yeah. and then like. He gets up with the ball and is like gives it to the ref and they're like fourth down. All right, cool. And it's like, yeah, I oh, wait a second. He caught it. Yeah, I was stuck at work, uh, so I did not get to watch that game. But yeah, that is uh, that is wild. Okay. Yep. If you've ever seen a guy catch a touchdown and not know he caught a touchdown, there it was. There it yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. So that moves us into Arizona at the Giants. And I told you I'm never picking Arizona again, so I'm going with the Giants. And I said I'd never pick a New York team. I actually think the Giants are going to win this game. I do too because I think something's wrong with Kyler Murray. They're on the down and New York. I mean, I'll tell you what, that defense, they're coming up and we got them next. Yep. Yeah, next. So, yeah, I'm taking Arizona, guys. Come on now. There we <laughs> I, go. I'm taking Arizona there. I Don't get me wrong, Giants, the defense. They've won what? Five of their last six or five of their last seven? Yep. Danny Dimes they're is probably the just, just beat Seattle at Seattle. Yeah. Made Russell Wilson look pedestrian. Yeah, he's kind of been doing that to himself, though, here the last month or so. He's definitely out of the MVP race. For sure. It's it's Rodgers and Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes. Yep. Um, so that moves us into Minnesota at Tampa Bay. I don't love Tampa Bay, but I'll go with Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay. Too. Minnesota's been playing so much better, though. Kirk nah. Cousins is lighting it up. He is. He is. But Tampa Bay off a of bye week. I'll take Tampa Bay. I saw a stat earlier today that said in the last six-plus seasons, name the quarterbacks that have thrown for 3,000 yards and 25 touchdowns. And the list is one person, is Kirk Cousins. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's done it like six years in a row or something. It's crazy because I think of Kirk Cousins and I just think, not good. Everybody (laughs) says that, but the dude – Every I year. don't think not good. I mean, I I don't. One I think, of my favorite like NFL videos is that one where that dude's. <laughs> it shows that guy and it's like Kirk Cousins scrambling and he throws the ball and it's oh. in his backyard and the ball just goes like over his house. Here's his completion percentage is always crazy high. Yeah, he always throws for twenty five touchdowns and at least three thousand yards and he doesn't turn the ball over that much. I I think he's just not flashy. Yeah, you know he's not a. And we forget when it, when he was the starter in Washington he was. Throw for like 5,000 yards. Yeah. yeah. Got him that contract. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all right. So that moves us into Denver at Carolina. CMC might be back. 
Yeah. I saw he's nursing a groin injury or a hamstring yeah, injury. Yeah, he's got a thigh now. injury now. Thigh, that's what it was, thigh. Yeah, back or not back, to give me the Panthers. The Broncos are just – watching them play football is it's boring. insulting. It's to, boring. Yeah. I, and it sucks because I like Drew Locke, but – Not when he steps on the football field anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell no. you what, man. He, ever since that game against the Chargers, he hasn't done anything. No. No, I mean, it's just – ugh, gross. <laughs> so go, so rough. Just, the, the play of the team is just described as gross that is yeah. awful well i mean wow. and the thing is you look at their skill position players and you're like what i don't get it they they got really talented players even with corlin sutton out for the year yeah. and everything but it's like when your quarterback throws the ball nowhere close to you i mean it's like watching oh what was his name for ohio state jeff jeff uh Bowserman? Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, <laughs> his throwing chart was like in the stands. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Uh, I'm also going to go Carolina. Yeah, I will too. I, yeah, I'll go Carolina. You don't want Locke? I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so Tennessee at Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville is playing everybody tough. They are, which I, I – maybe they think, hey, we got number two locked up. Let's just go ahead and play tough. I don't know. I'm going to go Tennessee, though, to get a bounce back win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Um, so, it moves us. This is a big game. Uh, the Colts at Las Vegas. Dude, I hate the Raiders, man. Like, that what is a hot Colt get? team. Yeah. Who Who knows? It, I don't know, man. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking Colts. It's uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Let's see. Carr just played really well. Yeah, I'll take the Colts. I don't think you can do it back-to-back games. So here we go. New York Jets at Seattle. Ew, yeah. What are you? Give me the. Who's going to call defensive plays for the Jets? (laughs) Adam Gase. Yeah. He's really trying to keep that job for next year. What's funny is they fired Greg Williams, but not Adam Gase. Well, Well, I think it's a given that he's got four more games left. Yeah, they just want that number one. Until he never coaches in the NFL again. Yeah. I don't know. He got this job somehow. Yeah, but I, th- I think, I think this, this has been an eye opener that it is bad. An eye opener like his press conference. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that was so well played. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Seattle. Yeah, I'm gonna go Seattle yep. Hawks. Okay, Saints at Philly. Jalen Hurts first start. Yep, could get ugly. <laughs> I heard. I heard some guys talking today on on the TV about uh. <laughs> Doug Peterson just he's like, Hey, I got this rookie quarterback. Got the Saints coming up. <laughs> yeah, here you go, kid. <laughs> Fun. Carson Wentz is struggling. Here you go. I will say I thought going to Hertz was just because their lines he he's at least mobile enough to evade some of the rush. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think this is a super rough week to throw him out there. Saints have arguably the best defense in the league. Um, so I'm obviously gonna pick the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Yep. Yep, Saints. All right, so Falcons at Chargers. Chargers coming off. They got taken behind the woodshed. <laughs> I mean, a shutout? 45. Like a blowout shutout? And, and, and Cam Newton only threw for 69 yards. <laughs> and they lost 45 to nothing. How does that even happen? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what. New England's got some figuring out to do next year. This is going to sound crazy, though, is I'm going to the Chargers. I don't think Atlanta plays as well not at home. And I think that the Chargers are going to – their pride button was pushed. They're going to have to – they're going to have a bounce-back game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like the Chargers, but I'm going to take Atlanta here. I'm going to go with uh, Herbs. Yeah. Herbs and the Chargers. All right. Washington at San Francisco. Washington coming off a big win against the uh, Steelers. I will take Washington because that is one team that I'm, like, falling in love with. The way they're playing, Ron Rivera's got – that is a tough team. Alex Smith doesn't turn the ball over. No, and the thing is the 49ers, I mean, with with Nick Mullins in there, I know he's not a terrible quarterback, but he's not going to go out there and light it up when he ball games. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners. I'm gonna go with Washington. This one's this one's it's a it's I'm gonna, I just I just love how Washington's playing right now. Yep. I'm gonna go with Washington also. Uh so big game here. I think we're all Buffalo fans. Uh <laughs> Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. I was gonna Let's say start too, the magic. I think Let's Josh Allen team yep. magic. It's our season, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean it's everything else is going, me. right? <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm gonna go Buffalo too because I really think Pittsburgh is struggling and you know just as the Browns have benefited from an easy schedule the Steelers have benefited from an easy schedule and it seems like all their tough games are kind of clumped together in these last four um I I think the NFL did them dirty a little bit too with the whole Tennessee COVID thing so they their bye week was what week three four they've, they've been playing some games yeah, and well, and they've got injuries mounting yep. up in the, on the defensive yep. side. So it's not the same Steelers defense that has been dominating that, that all year. That Bud Dupree injury, that is going to be big time. Yeah, yep. Devin Devin Bush is out. Yep, yep. So Hayden, maybe. Who you going with? <laughs> oh, Buffalo, man. Buffalo, yeah, give, so me, give Buffalo. me Josh Allen. All right. So that, moves us, that moves us into our matchup. Uh, Ravens at Cleveland Monday night. You know, last week was the biggest game in franchise history in 20 years. Seems like every week, the next game is the biggest game we've played in 20 years. This is a huge game for us. Another huge game for Baker. What do you guys think? Give me the Browns. I I did not pick. Back. I did not pick the Browns last week. <laughs> that was a prove it to me game. I'm in Browns. Yep. I think it's probably going to be somewhere. I mean, it's going to be tight. It's probably going to be like 24 21. Mm-hmm. Hard fought game. Yep. I, I'm going Browns. Also, same with Josh. You know, I want to see us do it against a quality opponent. And we did it in a big way. I also think it's tight. I'm going to pick us a little bit higher scoring, 27-24. A little bit. <laughs> I, said, I said a little you bit. You weren't lying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take Cleveland. I'm going to take Cleveland with a score of 28-21. But, I mean, this literally, this is a toss-up game. It's right. it's If we lose the... If we lose this game, as long as we lose it close again, I don't want to get blown out, and I don't think we will. I just want to see good things. I want to continue to, continue to see the progression. Yep. You know, it would be nice to beat them though. Like you know, a year in which we're having a great year. I don't want to get. I don't want to possibly win the division and lose to them twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> they've had our number for for years. I mean, yep. literally since we've came back. Yeah, but we, we've showed that. You know, we can. I mean, we throttled them last year. Yeah, with we a did. terrible coach, a terrible line. <laughs> you know, so we 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 can play with these guys. You know, we got a good coach now. That's funny because that's exactly what I was going to say too about the coach. Like, I if somebody's going to game plan this week and look back at week one and see what happened, look what Baltimore's been doing since then and in, in the recent weeks. Stefanski, I think he can put together something here. Yep. All right, so that wraps up our game picks. We'll see how we do. We'll let Zach enter his picks on the honor system. So, you know, if he goes perfect this week, we'll know something's <laughs> yeah. a little uh, up. 
Uh, so thanks for checking out another episode of the Dogs. You know, Browns are nine and three, as you can tell. We're super pumped about it. Every week's a huge game. AFC North title still on the line. So we'll see how the last month of this season shapes up. Uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the AGA app. Please subscribe on YouTube. Also remember, download the Thrive Fantasy app. Use promo code DOGS to get your 100% match when you put in at least $20. Uh, it's a ton of fun. Check it out. Start tomorrow night. They'll have, uh, you know, contest for tomorrow night's uh, game. Uh, tune in next week when we break down this big Monday night matchup with the Ravens and preview our game with the surging New York Giants. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.